Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. It happens every night And I ain't never met a riverboat dealer That could ever be a friend of mine I have not The summer heat never treats me kind It leaves trouble on my mind So I'm bidding farewell Putting in my notice And I'll see you at another time This highway Does not know my name And I don't care No Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to keep there. Low. Low, low, very low. Low budget live. Not so live coming to you from the low budget live bar and grill. Bar and bunker. Dang sure bar and bunker right now. In uh, beautiful southern middle Tennessee. And uh, it's the last one. It's the last one for this crazy, no good, rotten 2020 right here. And we're going out with a bang today. We got a good one. We got a good one today. Hope all of you had a Merry Christmas. You daggum low lifers, you. Uh, I'm very glad to get to spend one more with you before we click calendar over to 2021 thank god thank god and uh in case you're in a hole somewhere christmas around here was was good but then uh unfortunately unfortunately a crazy person decided to uh blow at&t up in uh downtown nashville with an rv bomb it's been you know all over the news now but we've been Without phone, and uh, we've got internet, but we've been without phone for a few days now, and it's starting to trickle back in and work some, but uh, crazy to wake up to that on Christmas morning. Um, And, you know, they're still sorting through all the details, but thoughts and uh, prayers to everybody affected, lots of businesses. And fortunately, with this crazy uh, Batman villain, (laughs) whatever that happened, 
Um, there were evacuation warnings coming from this RV before it blew up and was playing music and countdown. It was creepy. If you haven't seen any of those videos, uh, they're not for the faint of heart, but go go check that out. Some of the security cam footage of this thing, it just, man. And, uh, you know, the cops, the first responders that were there that, that did get some people out of some apartments that were surrounding the areas that were ava- able to evacuate people, Man, it's just uh, it's a crazy tale, and of course, you know a lot of people spinning it, and and uh, you know the internet's crazy. I've been on the internet for a few days, man, and we always know the internet's crazy. But you want to do a deep dive on something? Let something like this happen. People are like, "Well, I think he did it because he hates Garth Brooks," and we all know that Garth Brooks is damn connected to Bin Laden, and. And damn voter fraud or <laughs> whatever, man. People are freaking nuts, dude. Nuts. Or it could be just, I don't know, a crazy guy blew up at and I don't know. People are like, well, my cousin Denise works uh, for Verizon, and she told me that at and has bodies buried under the street, and that's how they keep the phones working. And this guy knew it, and he blew it up to show the bodies. And he loves Joe Biden or whatever. I mean, people are freaking crazy, man. Twitter, Twitter's the best place and the worst place to be when something like this happens. So, um, man, it's been uh, it's been wild. It, it was definitely, like I said, it was something crazy to wake up to. So, hope uh, hope all of you had a uh, had a Christmas that was not that eventful. And, uh, you know, you got to see your loved ones. I saw lots of people sharing, you know, the selfies from the front porches because they weren't getting to have that close Christmas that they normally have with their loved ones. We certainly did the same with my dad. We had a socially distanced Christmas with some masks. My dad, uh, Marty D, has been... You know, he, he's got some health issues and things, and he is uh, he has been very cautious of COVID since day one, and so we're trying to respect that, and and uh, we won't have many more Christmases with Dad. So, And unfortunately, there are a lot of people that aren't getting to do that. So uh, because they've lost, we've had some folks near and dear to us in this community that, that I live in that have passed away from this. So, so we, uh, you know, it was weird. We were masked up in the house all day on Christmas, and, you know, uh air hugging it was uh certainly different but we got through it we got through it and we got to spend time together even though it was not the way we like would have liked to have done that but uh so as we move into uh new years i just wanted to say hope you guys and gals out there you low life and son of a guns had a very merry christmas we always uh tend to get more than we deserve around these parts uh, speaking of things we don't deserve, we don't deserve these fine sponsors like StarTron, kicking ethanol in the teeth and bringing you low-budget life for several years now. We appreciate the fine folks at StarBright Cleaning Solutions and StarTron for bringing you low-budget life, taking care of that ethanol problem in your weed eater, in your chainsaw. Uh, I saw a couple of you tag me. You're doing, you, you're doing your uh, Christmas chores. You little dab will do you, and you get the missus taken care of, and then you go... You go fishing for Christmas. Saw, saw a couple of you low-lifers tagging me in that. It's always appreciated. It's always appreciated. Uh, but we want to fi- thank the fine folks at Star Trine for bringing you low-budget live for another year. As we close the book on 2020, we appreciate those guys. And definitely want to say thanks to, right there, one of our newest additions to the LBL world here, Sims Fishing Products out of Bozeman, Montana. 
absolutely loving the clothes, absolutely loving the pro dry rain suit. It is, uh, it's one of my favorites, super lightweight, keeps you dry, and lots more to come from those folks in 2021 as we get back in action. But I am here to remind all of you lowlifers that you get one life. Fish it well. And last but certainly not least, the official, and I got a banner retaining over my shoulder. So my dudes at Express Boats, the official boat of LBO on the traveling circus, they sent me this banner. It's over my shoulder. I can just barely see it. I don't know if y'all can tell that this roof behind me, it's got kind of a funky roof line out here in the LBO bar and grill. And this thing is, it's a big banner. It's cool. It's one of the coolest things I've ever been gifted. And it says official sponsor of LBO. And it's got a picture of me driving a boat. And I uh, look like I'm mad. I'm just kind of actually just hanging on for dear life because the damn thing's so fast. But uh, I got to figure out how to hang. And I want, I got it. But it's, I mean, it, it, it'll block out the sun. It's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a big banner. But uh, anxiously awaiting my X21 Pro. We're getting closer every single day. And I would expect to have that thing here in the next few weeks. And I want to thank the fine people at Express for being the official boat of LBL and the Traveling Circus. And I can't wait to get that X-21 with that Yamaha and tear up and down the lakes all over this fine country once we get into 2021 and we start making things happen again. So thank you to those folks. Also, real quick, uh, these are folks that I don't mention every week that I should mention a lot more. But I want to say thank you to Eagle Claw Fishing. They have absolutely supported me the traveling circus, my FLW career, um, just Luke Duncan fishing in general for a very long time, Eagle Claw, Trocar, Laser Sharp. They're a great company. I feel very blessed to have worked with them for so long and into 2021 and beyond. I want to say thanks. Obviously, y'all know Sixth Sense, fine folks, Sixth Sense. Love those folks. Love their products. They are a big supporter of all things Luke Duncan. Atomic Transport. Atomic Transport, y'all hear me talk about Atomic going on some fishing trips with those guys this year, but Shane McCauley and the folks at Atomic Transport have supported me for several years now. The folks at Waste Connections, amazing company in the waste management industry, non-endemic sponsor I've had for many years now. Uh, Abu Garcia, and uh, we are re-upping with those guys again for 2021. Could not be more excited. Uh, Been with them for a couple years now. And then last but certainly not least, the amazing folks at Garmin Electronics, Garmin Force Trolling Motor, of course, LiveScope that took over all of the bass fishing world this year. But uh, I want to say thank you to all of them just because uh, it doesn't get said enough. But uh, and you're like, Luke, well, why don't they all sponsor the podcast? It's just uh, the podcast is kind of different from a lot of things. And, and uh, you know, it's business. It's business. So we don't mention them on every single episode, but uh, they're partners of the luke duncan universe and uh, i feel like uh, i need to uh say thank you so support the folks that support what you like if you like this and you tune in support the people that support me and i promise you we'll keep doing this all right moving on and as i said we got a good one today we got a good one today and uh, we're gonna have to jump into it pretty quick and because phone lines are down it's going to be a zoom interview so you get a special video interview like I did with the fine folks from the band town the other day but uh, this is a big this is a biggie to end the year on and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it but crazy fishing news in my opinion gotta start with my uh you know the the greatest championship in fishing history that is a moving target the red crest red crest MLF's 
BPT Redcrest most prestigious championship of all time. They just don't have it all the time, and you can't figure out when it is. Uh, but just kidding, guys. Just kidding. So Redcrest was going to be Tulsa, Oklahoma. They were going to have an expo this year. It was going to be a really, 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 really big deal. But because of COVID, the expo was canceled. Um, Boost Space was kind of expensive, too, from a sponsor standpoint, from what I understand. Not sure how many boots, you know, they, I think they went on BTL saying that boots were all sold out. I don't really know that that was the case, but uh, we'll see. But they, they canceled that. And look, who knows what February and March are going to bring. I still think we'll see the Bassmaster Classic rescheduled. So kudos to them for being the first to cancel their expo because of COVID. COVID. And uh, I assumed the tournament was just going to go on there in Tulsa, Oklahoma in February. But now, now, because they don't have to worry about fans or they don't have to worry about expos or whatever, they're now having the tournament in Texas. So we're just just going to, just going to, hey, we're just going to tear, you know, no, just, uh, we're going to, yeah, we're going to do something different. Just what they do a lot. And uh, it's really hard to keep up with and it's kind of confusing as a lot of things are that they do, in my opinion. You know, I'm biased though. That's what the comments say. But uh, moving Redcrest, Texas, which is also where the Bassmaster Classic is going to be. Um, Texas, big state, a lot of lakes. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, I think they'll probably catch bigger ones than they were at Grand. Grand in February is really tough. I, I don't know. This, that one was just, just kind of like 5 o'clock on Friday right before Christmas news that was, I don't know. But uh, – Surprising though, surprising. I, I feel like it's surprising that uh, they're moving it, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. So much, you know, boat shows are being canceled. There's a lot of things being canceled. So I, I certainly don't want it to be taken that I, that I think that uh, you know they should have had their expo or whatever. But I think there are a lot of collective reasons that that thing was canceled. I think it's why you haven't seen Bass come out and say what their plans are yet with the classic because it's a freaking big big production so what do you you know what do you do you certainly have to give people enough of a heads up so they can make you know other plans and i i dare say you know i think we we saw some big companies not show up to classic in 2020 because of covid was just kind of kicking around a lot of people were scared and, and there was certainly a weird feel to the expo this year which was right when the world kind of shut down and so, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where all this is headed. You know, for me personally, I tell you, I don't really want to load up in March unless a lot changes and head to the expo at the classic. I mean, from expos from where they've been in the past, where I, how I've known expos, which is shaking hands, hugging necks, you know, getting to know people and man, it's just a different time right now with all this going on. And I can tell y'all this. I'll say this, uh, I had me a little bout with COVID and, uh, I'd have rather stuck my damn hand in a blender. <laughs> I'll just tell you, I didn't really, uh, publicize that much, but, uh, it sucks. <laughs> it freaking sucks, man. And my lungs still, uh, right now are not good. Uh, definitely got some after effects from that. So 
You know, uh, we'll see. We'll see. But uh, I would think that we could see the classic rescheduled if some things don't happen. You know, I'm living in Tennessee. We're the biggest freaking hot spot for COVID in the whole world right now, man. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's we're living in such a <laughs> wild time right now. Um, but Redcrest has changed. Something else that came out of the MLFLW Big Five RIP FLW world this week was the roster for the FLW Pro Circuit. A lot of BPT guys on there, and I think they're going to be, hasn't been explained yet, but I think they're going to be allowed to compete for points and making the championship and everything this year. Last year it was like an asterisk. You know, they came in halfway through the season for the super tournaments, and they weren't allowed, even though, you know, obviously it affected the outcome of the events and what whatever. But this year I think they're going to be allowed to be in the points, which the guys are – that fish the pro circuit are competing in the points to try to make it to the BPT to compete against the BPT guys. I don't know. Um, but several guys, several guys on that roster, you know, um, from BPT are going to fish both looks like, you know, um, several, the most surprising name, and I'm sure more information is going to come out about this. And there are lots of things going around about it, but, uh, Go down that list, and the most shocking one to me was Brian Latimer. Old B-Lat is back on the Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit roster. You know, he left when I did and when Upshaw did and Castledine and uh, Scott Martin and Bradley Hallman, um, and we all kind of took our collective stance that, hey, we're not going to do this. We don't like the future where this is headed, and, you know, for the most part, it's proven to be right, I feel like, and and a lot of it has been exactly like I thought it was going to go and uh, with a few surprises. And and Brian was outspoken about it. He was one of those guys, and he was, you know, trying to make the elites. He fished all eight of the Opens and did not make the Elite Series, did not make it. Um, now he's back on that list. And I don't, I don't know. There are things you can speculate, lots of different things. Um, Brian made a post with his nose snarled up a couple weeks ago and said, I don't like the way this smells. Hashtag integrity on his Instagram. And, um, I don't know. I don't know. Did, uh, did he think he was getting in the elite series? What, you know, what's the deal? What's the deal? Is he, you know, is there something there with Bass and him? And now he's going back to, uh, the world of Boyd Duckett and, uh, MLF. And and Brian was Brian was very against all of that. So leads you to believe that something's there. Leads you to believe that there's some uh, some hurt feelings somewhere to send him back there. And I will say this: the roster came out publicly from FLW. Brian hasn't said a word about it. He hasn't made a post. He hasn't, uh, to my knowledge, made a video about why he's going back to FLW. I'm sure he will. He documents everything, like most YouTube guys do myself included, but he, uh, he hasn't said anything. So not sure, not sure on that. Uh, y'all can comment below what you think is going on right there. All right. So normally, you know, I like, I, I'm old school. I like to do my phoners, my phone interviews. A lot of y'all piss and moan about the, uh, audio quality, which it's slow budget life of the phoners. But, uh, so today, just like I did with the band Town, a lot of you missed that one, but uh, we're going Zoom, Zoom call with our guest today, 
So this will kind of be chopped up a little bit more than I like to do it. I like to, you know, but I am fixing to uh, jump on a Zoom call right now. One of my fishing heroes, someone I'm very proud to call a friend, someone I have an immense respect for in this industry, for their decisions, for how they carry themselves, for how they run their business. And that person is Mike Iconelli. Let's go talk to Mike. As promised, look who decided to drop in for the last LBL of this awful year. I text them and I said, we've got to close it with a Luke Duncan and the one and only Mike Iconelli combo. Mike, thank you, buddy. I appreciate thank you. you. Thank you have, for having me on. This was a great setup. Uh, I'm the exclamation point to an awful year because I'm the <laughs> most awful guest you've ever had. So I'm like an exclamation. No, that's not, that's not it. You, you have no, been, I, but I, I like that. I like it. I like you like awful exclamation point. No, you know? I think you've got 2020 has to end with Ike because you are always the most talked about guy in the industry <laughs> and nobody has a damn clue what you're going to do. And in my comments week after week, you got to get Mike. Why is Mike not talking to you? And I'm like, well, yeah. he's got his own show. He's busy. It's Christmas. And so we made it happen. And I'll look right here at this camera. We're going to get some damn answers today. Mike Iconelli is going to yes. give us answers. He promised before we went live here that all, all of your concerns will be at least somewhat, you know, handled right here, right? They will. They will. And I know your show, like Ike Live, we only have one rule, and that is you got to be honest on the That's show. That's right. So That's it. I'm, I'm going to be honest with everybody today. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, definitely. Well, for, the first question is a very tough one then. Okay. I see every year, and I, I see this at Thanksgiving with the Iconellis, and, of course, we've got the hashtag, Growing Up Iconelli, and I think that nothing could be more perfect for you guys because it is. You, you guys – one of the coolest families that I know, okay? And I, I mean that with all I've got, watching watching you guys go on these road trips with your kids, you know, whether it be to tournaments or just to, like, educate them that the world is this big place. You, you guys yeah. go on some amazing trips, but your Thanksgivings are always really cool, the way you do those, your Christmases. And, and I have to ask, because I say this every year on LBL, I am terrible at Christmas, dude. I suck. Like, self-admitted, like, I got my wife – whatever this year and she's like oh well here's this heartfelt amazing gift because i pay attention to your every detail in life and i'm like here's a blender <laughs> you know that's just that's just yeah. me so are you that guy in your house do you do you pay attention do you give give good gifts or is it or does beck like reign supreme no becky reigns supreme i okay. i you know the, the the beauty of social media is you can you can sort of hide a little bit behind <laughs> something that isn't totally real but okay yeah. you know she I, I i definitely fall into the boat you fall into i've had my share of bomb gifts over the years i'm not <laughs> i'm not great at it but becky is you know she's kind of uh the control you know the control of the the mothership so you know she does a good job of taking care of everybody. And I get the, my focus is a lot smaller. So I, I try to get her dialed in. I try to understand she's easy because like, I have an addiction with fishing. I mean, I love yeah, it. For and sure. you know that dude, yes. I I've got every crankbait, every hard bait I've ever owned since I was a kid. I still have, I've never That's thrown awesome. 
a single hard beta way. So I, she, you know, I, I'm a, I have an addiction. She has an addiction, which is fashion. And so it oh, becomes sure. easy. Yeah. It becomes easy for me to shop for her. And then my kids are easy too. You know, I've, I've had, I've got them figured out. I know their hobbies. I know what they're into. Vegas is into the same thing I am. So I can, what do I, what would I want? I look at a big swim bait and I'm like, damn, that's cool. I'll get that for Vegas. And he, yeah. you know, he loves it. So it's a it's a mix of Becky being in control and me having a smaller role in doing the the shopping. You know, yeah, I, I, I'll, I'm proud to hear that because you being one of my heroes, I like to know that you you're in the same boat as me. regular. Regular. Now, as long, as yeah. long as I have to, like you said, like my kids super into fishing. They love the outdoors. They love hunting. As long as I'm in that lane, it's like yeah. like you said, it's easy. I, I, yeah. go, I go to the tackle store, yeah. I go to the tackle warehouse, whatever, and yeah. I can I know I'm going to hit a home run with that stuff. My dad's the same way shopping for my dad, my brother. It's easy. That's easy. Yeah. But life, dude. Oh, it is. It's the hardest thing. I told her. I said, can be hard. I said, can be hard. You really make Christmas difficult. You really make Christmas <laughs> difficult. And one yeah. of my gifts. This is no joke. One of my gifts this year. Showed up from Amazon because, dude, I, I've been in quarantine. I had COVID before Christmas. Yeah. Kind of locked yeah. up. So I'm Amazon and everything. They brought the damn thing just in the box that that the, that it came in. Not, not an Amazon box. And I'm right. out here recording. And the delivery guy brings it to my wife. And it was one of her Christmas gifts. And so, like, I didn't oh, even get to, like, the Christmas surprise. Like, two days oh, before Christmas. Man. And she texts me nothing but, like, crying, laughing face emojis because she knew how pissed I was going to be because I yeah. sucked. And it was a good gift. And she's like, hey, thanks. Knew it was hers. Oh, that's Amazon the worst. And the post office, they screwed me. They screwed that's me. That's the <laughs> worst. That's the worst. I, I, I smell a lawsuit coming on right now. <laughs> well, you know, a Christmas you know, lawsuit against Amazon, you know? I can't imagine uh, I would be alone in that, you know? <laughs> you wouldn't. You would I would not. not. Because somewhere, my wife, who does pay attention to everybody, she got my nine-year-old a baby Yoda like this animatronic, everybody's all into Star Wars, baby. Yoda. Yeah. And this damn thing, it was up by your house at one point last week. I was like, I'm going to call Mike and see if he can run, get it. And then, Amazon, <laughs> and then it showed up in like Georgia and then Knoxville, Tennessee. And this morning, this was ordered over a month ago. It showed up in Nashville via the tracking. And so uh, we have lots of problems with Amazon. Right? Crazy. Crazy. All right. So, well, I'm glad that you guys had an amazing Christmas. It's and, a good one. It's a little, uh, it's a little different this year, you know. Obviously, you know, I, I talked about that before. We had uh, Christmas with my dad. He's super paranoid about COVID, so we all masked up and kind of separated in the house, which is strange. But you yeah. know, at least we got to be together, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because we thought that dad would just cancel <laughs> altogether right. and just, you know, because he is, he's he's at the age. He's like, look, he's lost some of his friends to this, and he's like, yeah, hey, this is uh, we got to pay attention. So yeah. uh, now we got that behind us. We're looking at twenty twenty one. And uh, there's a rumor going around. There's, several, mm. there's always rumors going around with Mike Iaconelli, I feel like. And Luke Duncan as well. I feel like yeah. I, there's always some rumors. I feel like yeah. I, 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 I contribute to some of that. Uh, but with you, everybody wants to know what, what 2021 is going to look like for you. It's going to happen in a couple of days. This calendar is going to switch over and people are like, yeah. hey, man, I heard I, I – Man, I heard he's going back to work at Dick's Sporting Goods. I mean, I hey man, I heard that's a good hey, man. one. <laughs> hey man, that I heard was, he's just gonna, he's gonna start yeah. fishing the Federation again. Like I've heard man. all. And <laughs> here's the thing, <laughs> Luke. You're saying you're saying these things jokingly and kiddingly, and yes, I, I, I think I think of those times in my life, and they were 
awesome. Like, yes. I, honestly, working at Dick's was like the best thing that could have ever happen to me. It was the best sure. almost three years of my life. I had a job that I loved. I, I loved retail. I loved helping people. Uh, you know, people would come in and say, I need a fishing rod for so-and-so. I'm trying to fish for this. I want to, my uncle needs it. And I got to help them. It was, it was an amazing job. And it was a great time in my life. And so was the Federation. You know, I, I was lucky enough to be involved in the Federation when it was still the Federation, before yeah. the split. Before and the when it, split, yeah. yeah and and it, it was such a great time of my life and a great time in my career. Man, I would go back to both of those things in a heartbeat, you know, uh, to, to get to experience those things again, you know? So I know you said it kiddingly, but they were great. They were great moments. Well, they were, life, they you know? were influential moments in your life. It, you would yes. not be Ike that everybody knows if it weren't for those situations. I dare say like Dick sporting goods helped you, you know, I don't think you've ever had a problem really being in your shell. I won't say getting out of your shell, but dealing with the public, learning to talk to people. I mean, I would Tremendous. say yes. that helped you, you know, I mean, took you right to Jimmy Kimmel for the love it, of God. It, it, <laughs> it <laughs> helped me more. It helped me more than, you know, like working with the public, uh, you know, the, the, the side of retailing that a lot of guys don't see uh, all that helped. It helped getting me in with a lot of companies early on when I made the conversion to fishing the tour. I got in with Dick's at a different level. I made my initial connection with Daiwa when I was working for Daiwa back then uh, through through Dick's. So like all that stuff. That's uh, that's crazy. I, it you know it gave me an appreciation for merchandising, all those other things, and we would do a lot of crank calls from Dick's. We would so Dick's Sporting <laughs> Goods, it, and and if you work in retail, you might if you work for a big company like that. At the time, I was at Mount Laurel Store One Eighty Two was our store number. So they already had a hundred and some stores at the time. So it was big already. And um, they had a phone system that interconnected every single Dick store. And that was trouble because, you know, once, once my stuff was done, we'd have slow periods and all my merchandise is out and I restocked and I did returns and did that, whatever. My job was done. We had a lot of time on our hands. So we would pick up these phones that were all interconnected and you could press the store number. It was like star... 50 star 120 whatever and other dicks would answer and me and my coworker that was the hunting manager at the time ken Claudnicki, we would go on these tirades of crank calls during work hours hopefully statute of limitations is, is oh you know that's that's and you not get placing. fired from a job you already i don't, I don't think that i happens. don't know but but we <laughs> this was all on the clock but we would so we would call these other stores and i would call for the fishing department and the reality of, of Dick's, though, a lot of the guys that worked at Dick's, all of them weren't really fish heads. You know, there were yeah. some, but some of them you'd just get dudes that knew more about sneakers than they did about fishing. So we would call, and I would use all my voices, and I had like seven or eight different characters. We would call, hello, you got rattle traps there? <laughs> and, you know, just like go on these long crank calls until like literally we had them so flustered. They would hang up on us or we got tired and we would hang up on them. But uh, fun time in my life. Fun time. That's awesome. Well, obviously, you went from that to the successful pro career, which nobody knows where this is headed now. You're a competitive guy, but you've decided to step away from the Bass Pro Tour. I think it's fair to say you're not on the roster. Uh, you've stepped back from that. But there's a, there's a vicious rumor going around. And for me, I like the rumor. 
Okay, I like the rumor. Uh, I may or may not have started the rumor even. Right. But as you know, we talked about it on iClive the last time you you graciously had me on, you and the guys. I'm going to be hosting the NPFL's inaugural yes. season and their live coverage, but there is an empty co-host chair. And I have right. faced about this. There's been a lot of people that they've asked that are like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go to Walmart with Luke Duncan. Why would I join him <laughs> side by side? And I'm seeing a lot of comments on the internet right now that people think that you quit Pro mm. Tour, your competitive career, that this illustrious career, yeah, would join me at the desk. And I just wanted to know, would you like to address that on Low Budget Live at all? Sure, I would. And and you know, honestly, you know, and and again, this this is the rule of our shows. You have to be honest, yes. transparency, and honesty. Honestly, one hundred percent, with all seriousness, look everyone in the eye, look you in the eye, and tell you that two thousand twenty one is a year change for me. But in 2021, as we talk right now, I'm as confused as everybody else. <laughs> I, I'm, not, and I'm not kidding when I tell you that. And this is such a weird feeling um, to be, gosh, we are days away from January 1st, 2021. And I cannot honestly tell you what, what the year will hold for me. So, you know, so the bad thing is, I, I think maybe a lot of people were looking for an exact answer. Can't give you that. The good thing is, it could be one of many things or two or three of many things for 2021. <laughs> uh, I honestly don't know. I can tell you this, though, and I haven't, I haven't mentioned this before uh, on anybody's show. Becky and I always, always like to say we, uh, because we're a family. We're also Absolutely. in business together. We're really, really, really lucky, blessed, fortunate to not feel cornered, um, in our life and in our business and our career, you, you know, and the reality of it is so many anglers, so many, uh, people in the sport fishing business sort of are, you know, you're, you're forced into a segment, you know, you're pushed into a certain yes. corner of the sport. Um, and we're really, really fortunate that we're not in that position. Right. So, you know, so 2021 might not be competitive fishing. It might be announcing like what you're doing. It might be emceeing. I mean, what, what a cool gig that would be to look at the sport from a, from a different side. Uh, it, it may be, um, you know, and I've been honest about this. I'm working on a really new, new cool concept TV program, TV yes. program. Yes. Uh, and, and it may be that, uh, I'm, I hope it's that we, we haven't, that project's not greenlit yet getting really close, but it may be that it may be competition. You know, if in the next couple of weeks, none of these other things materialize, I may, I may just go back to fishing because there's not enough work for me in 2021. I might end up back at one of the tours. Um, so I, it's, hard, it's hard to answer it because I honestly don't know. But, Luke, I am as competitive as I've ever been. When I fish an eight-boat winter league, which I did yesterday, I want to beat your brains in. When I'm fishing uh, the uh, BBT, uh, Bass Pro Tour or FLW Tour or uh, – BASS, open elite or other, I'm just as competitive. And 
regardless of what happens in 21, I see competing at some level for me in 2021. I just don't know what that means. I don't know if it means opens in Toyota series. Does it mean the elites? Does it mean leveraging someone help? Can I come back at MLF? I don't know. I don't know what it means. You well, hey, you want me to call Boyd? Okay. Yeah. I, okay. I don't know I if he'll answer. I don't know. If I know he's got him on speed dial. You know, we might have to. Well, I, to I, well I just don't know if he'll answer. I just right. don't know if he'll answer. Well, you never know. Oh, I, I think the and for you, it's 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 all about honesty. And I feel like you're the one guy that uh, you never have to wonder what you're thinking, you know, in this industry. And why do you feel that 2021 is this year for you to step away from Major League Fishing when you've yeah. been a part of it since the beginning? Why, why for you and your words? Because I think yeah. a lot of people want to know that. Like they do. Why yeah. is this a? Why was this the time to pick? Yeah, uh, that that choice, you know. Yeah, there's there's like three things at play, and I try to give them to you in order. You know, the first one is the reality of what 20 was for all of us, right? Yes. It, it was, it, you know, we've all known people. Now we all know people that have had COVID, that have died, passed away from COVID. The struggles of of the world with economy and pro, you know, the whole thing. It was it was sort of a disaster, and yes, you know. It was like that for, for us here internally. And, you know, fishing, Major League Fishing, with them sort of canceling, you know, I've never fished as few professional events in my life. With them yes. sort of canceling the, the bulk of our season, you know, we had to just really sort of step up what we did here with internally with all the businesses. And what we ended up with, you know, when we got to the end of the year and we looked at our impact we looked at our reach. We looked at how we were affecting people and how we were influencing sales. And it's never been stronger, right? It's never been stronger for us. And the, and every company we work with, they're seeing the same stuff. And they're like, yeah, you know, and, and it was a big reality check that tournament, professional tournament fishing isn't the only way to yeah. work for these companies, right? Isn't, isn't yeah. in fact... In fact, and I, I, I'm going to get negative comments about this. I know it's not 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 only the only it's not the only way, but you hit a small minority of fishing consumers through pro fishing tournament fishing, right? Through pro angling. Yes. So, dude, the world of fishing is such a big, giant, huge, huge thing. Huge, giant, huge. and and a company like Toyota or Yamaha or Berkeley, or Rapala, their sales for hardcore tournament guys, it's that. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's an eighth. Their worldwide sales are that, right? Mm -hmm. It's the giant pie of all the other people that enjoy fishing and the outdoors. So, you know, well, we had a big impact this year for, for, for those companies, and we're still touching and reaching people and hitting people and making an impact. It just sort of, you know, it said, Becky and I said, you know, maybe this is time to try something else. You know, maybe it's time to step away. So part two goes right to this, to what I just said, which is, you know, Luke, it's been on my mind for a, a lot of years. You know, I've sort of went in and out of, you know, thinking about leaving a little, you know, a little or permanently or whatever um, because of sort of 
I don't know if it burnout's the best way to describe it, but you know, and guys that have tour fished know, but it is not this life of, you know, love. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, it's hard. It's our job. And you're away from home and you're away from your family. I've got two older girls. I've got a 21-year-old and a 20-year-old that when I look back on their youth, I missed so much stuff. I, and that's just, you know, it's not just pro fishermen. It's a lot of, a lot of uh, parents or dads are in that, put in that situation. But it was, it's tough. And, you know, if I could still do what I love, which is fishing, if I could still be involved in that and maybe be a little more in control of my own destiny – when it comes to travel and time and all that, why wouldn't you want to do that? You know? So that's the second part. I got to show you. My wife just walked in. Look at this baller outfit. She's What's got up? On. Look at that. Look, it looks, she looks I like love it. I look, love it. It's like a pro basketball outfit. She's got on, by the way, that what? was a Christmas present that ties into that was you. That was you. That was okay. Me. That was yeah. you. It just well, looked like a baller. So and it I'm is baller. Out for. Um, so I, I think a little bit of it is that it's been on my mind and I, I'm, I'm sort of like, I want it to wait for the right time, you know? So I think, I think maybe part two is that. And then last but not least, and, I, and, and this is being totally honest and I have to address it, is that I do have um, a bit of frustration with the leagues, right? And I'm not going to, I'm not going to uh, target one of them. Um, I'm going to say the leagues uh, prior, you know, FLW now, you know, MLS, Big, MLS, uh, yeah. Bass. They are all doing some really good stuff and they're doing some amazing, cool things to reach new people. But there's also a lot of things they're doing that it's, it's hurting the growth of the sport. In my opinion, it's, and it's, and it's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating that, you know, that here we are a couple of years after this big move and this big move was supposed to be waking up of the leagues to say, yes. Hey, dude, the anglers are, you know, they, they mean something, right? They're the reason you, your business exists. And that's right. You know, the customers, at, right. Essentially. I mean, yeah. yeah, they make these companies run the anglers. Yeah. Do. And I, I think there's still a lot of missing things in all those leagues where, the anglers are still getting the short end of the stick. And I don't, Couldn't I don't agree more. I don't like it. I, I wish it would change. Uh, I like, I hope it changes in my lifetime, you know, where the anglers have a little say, they have a little bit of power. They can control their own destiny a little bit um, rather than just being a number in a business proposal. That's For the sure. worst thing that could happen. And, and that, you know, the argument, I, I battle this all the time, even on our show, you know, as people say, well, Bass and MLF, they're businesses just like any other business, just like a John Deere or a Coca-Cola. They're businesses, and you got to be cutthroat, and you got to make money. Well, I agreed with that a little bit, but the thing with these leagues is that they are a sport, right? They're a sport, <laughs> yeah. which is above and beyond a financial profile uh, of a company, you know? And and that that's the hard part is when – these leagues are making decisions that help their pocket, but don't necessarily help the sport. And that I have totally a problem agree. with. You well, know? And, I, and I, and I think for me, 
I mean, obviously it's been documented and you know this, I mean, my opinions that have led me to some, you know, of the back and forth that I've had with some of the people in these leagues were based off of concerns. Like what you're mentioning, I didn't see this growth. I didn't see this from either organization. And here we are again. And I think what you just said, man, you echoed so many things that I've said, you don't necessarily have to take this prototypical, Hey, you got to go fish nine tournaments a year to be a bass pro to reach right. people to, and we've seen guys like the Googans, like Ben Milliken, who, yeah. who I know you're getting to know. We've seen these, these YouTubers, we've seen these quote influencers, these promoters take a different approach and they're reaching people that pro fishermen aren't reaching to reach people. And that is growing yeah. the sport. That it's is great. growing the sport. And so I, I, I love that you said that because, and I love that you said, hey, I can kind of do my own thing. I can make my own schedule instead of having to show up when Bass or MLF tells me to. That was my 2020. When I stepped yeah. to tournaments for the first time in five years, I'm like, you know what? I want to go to Florida and film a fishing trip in February. I'm going to yeah. go do that. And I go down there for three days and I come back home to something else. And, and that was kind of my year. And it was, I mean, of course, COVID kind of rocked everything, but it was so nice. That part yeah. of it was nice. It's not being on somebody else's schedule. And like you said, at the end of the year, if I look at everything that I feel like I accomplished for the people that partner with me, yeah, it was actually better yeah. <laughs> this year yeah. than it was when I fished six or seven FLWs or whatever. So yeah. I think we will see this. And, and I think this goes for, I talked about this last week with, uh, uh, goodness gracious, it just left me. Who I even had on last week? This is terrible, Mike. Who didn't terrible. you have on last week? Who didn't week? I have the on question. last week? Is yeah. a question. No, a better- I know who it was. It was Pat Schlopper, who is a elite series rookie, but he quit his job. He worked at a sporting goods store, 15, 17 years. Quit this year to pursue making the elites, and he double qualified. He won the federation, wow. the Bass Nation Championship, and made it through the Eastern Opens as well. But he and I were talking about how it's drilled into you from a young age. Hey. You got to have a nine to five. You got to do this. And we're seeing so much of these younger generations. Now that's not the case anymore. You can have like, I've got four jobs right now. I never thought that would be the case, but you know what? I mean, it's, it's no different than what you're headed into. And man, I think 2021 is going to be awesome. uh, Especially having you have to co-host this, you know? Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. And, and it's like, it's something my eye right there. Something in your eye. I guess set my eye. I don't know if it's in- dust. I think oh, okay. a little dust or fuzz got in there. Oh, the I'm leagues. Excited. You said a lot about the <laughs> leagues, and MPFL likes to refer to themselves as the league. So there you go. Uh, yeah. Conspiracy theorists have fun with that. I like it. I like it. And and you hit it on the head. You know, there's so many ways to reach people, and it's not doesn't necessarily all have to be through pro tournament fishing. And uh, we've seen that. You know, digital content is king. Uh, and, and, you know, content doesn't have to be generated from a pro tournament. So not at all, but the reality of it is I, I, we've fielded so many comments, uh, here that has said, you know, don't retire, don't retire. You know, don't, what are you going to do? And dude, the reality is that I, we, if, if nothing else got added on the plate for 2021 between, Bash University and Ike Live and going to Ike and the Ike Foundation and all the other stuff. Dude, there is not You're enough be time. Busy. There's <laughs> not enough time. There's 365 is not enough to do all that. So no doubt. 
you know, this isn't a retirement. I want everyone to know I'm yeah. not retiring. That's a terrible word to we're, use. We're not getting rid of Mike Iconelli in the fishing industry. No, no. I, That's I, not going to be the case. No, we work in five and 10 year plans, Becky and I. So I know when that's going to be, you know, when I, when I get that magic number, you know, that, that mid sixties to 70 year old range, that's when you're going to see the real R word. Yes, I'm going to yes, sell so every- away. Oh yeah. yeah. We're going to sell everything. Every material possession we own, you'll see it on eBay. We're going to maybe do it through Brody. The lake we will bring him back. I don't know. <laughs> we're going to sell everything and move to like Fiji and buy like a hut or something. And then you'll never it. see me again the rest of my life. Well, so, can I know. get one text message before that happens? Cause I want some of those hard baits you're going to get rid of. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I want some, I, you've got some that I really, really want. I, I'll split them up because I know Vegas has his eye on a few. Oh, there's we'll, no doubt. We'll, we'll split them up for sure. Yeah. But speaking of Vegas, let me ask you this. As you talk about tournaments, cause he's, he is definitely coming into that a lot like my son, which my son's a, uh, that Hudson, my 12 year old. Yep. Is a little older, but I mean, where do you see him in the mix with this? Is he, yeah. do you think the tournament thing, as we talk about all this changing, because he's certainly in that age that grows up in the YouTube world, right? Yes. So yes, he is. where do you see Vegas with this in a few years? Is he going to be yeah. competitive doing content? What, what? Cause he loves it. Like he the joy it. on that child's face. When you post a video, you can't fake that <laughs> you can't like you can't make it he loves it man he loves it he, he loves it. it and and it's uh you know the the thought of not being gone as much in 21 is definitely exciting to me to spend more time with all of my kids but but you know especially vegas and you know with what he's doing in fishing we're very 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 careful and cautious and we, we were the same way with all four of them that we want them to love and be passionate about what they're into, right? So yes. there's that fine line there. And I'm it's hard for me because when I get a rod and reel, I snap in the it's hard to yep. get out of that mode of competitor, <laughs> right? Of and, but you but Same. you have to. Same here. And and Becky and I are very much with all of them, Drew, Riley, Estella, and Vegas. We're like, do what makes you happy, right? So the nice thing with Vegas right now, this phase of his life, he loves soccer. He loves fishing. He loves building stuff. Dude, I mean, he's he's got like the mind of an engineer. So that's cool. You know, so in one breath, we're we're not we're not, you know, blocking it. We're not saying, oh, the life of a fisherman's terrible, don't do it. We're saying do what you love. And you know, I think part of every dad, right? You want to see your kids enjoy something that you're passionate about oh, right yeah. so uh, i'm passionate about fishing when i'm out in a boat with him and he's at a youth derby and i'm i'm the captain for him and the other kid and i'm netting their fish dude i'm more i'm more at this stage of my life i'm 48 i'm more excited about that than me catching the fish and, and awesome. if you're a parent you understand that oh you know? yeah man and, oh, and yeah. uh so you know, part of me closes my eyes and, and I, I think, man, Vegas has it. He has what it could take to be a pro, right? He has an understanding of how to promote at, at his age. He's oh, not even yeah. 10 yet. He has, he has the natural ability, which is a hard thing to teach. And, and, you know, when I watch him, he's doing things that I haven't taught him that he's doing very naturally. Like, so that stuff you look That's at, cool. you're like, yeah, you look at it, you're like, man, that would be great. That'd be so cool to watch him you know, following my footsteps. I think part of me says that'd be awesome. 
And then the other part of me says, do you really want him to go through the highs and lows of, you, you know, dude, I, I, there's been days where I felt like the lowest person in the world. And then most then, manic lifestyle. Oh yeah. That you could ever next, pick. Yeah. Then the next week you're on top of the world with a big blue trophy. I mean, it's, do, and, and you think, do you want that for him? You know, how cool would it be if he went on to college and became an engineer and could build something that made a difference in the world? You know, so we want to leave it open. And I'll say it again, and this is a great motto. If you're a parent, if you're a dad or a mom listening to this, this is a great motto. All we want when, when these kids leave the house, and we've already have two that have sort of kind of left. They're still around a lot, but they sort of kind of left. <laughs> uh, we want to create happy functioning adults. And that's honestly Perfect. what we want. And that's a great goal. Don't overachieve as a parent, create happy functioning adults. I love it. I love it. That's all you want. I, I love it, man. And I, I think that that's a, that's great advice. Great advice. And you, and you guys live it. Like I said, you see the trips, you see everything that you guys try to do. It's not, you know, textbook by any means you guys are are letting your kids make decisions on on what will lead them and, I, and i'm very much that way when when hudson got into tournament fishing this year it was just like all of a sudden just like clicked he's like hey dad i want to i want to hear there's a tournament on this lake can we go and he yeah. never asked before and i'm like well, yeah we'll, we'll go and we want a little bit of money and you just see it like, oh yeah oh boy you know, yep. and he's like, Dad, did you see Mike's new video? Like, he's watching your stuff, and he's watching awesome. Paul's stuff, and he's why he's like, Dad, did you see that? Did you see that? Yeah. Like, oh boy, here we go. Because he's he's always fished with me, right? But this year, it was like it, it clicked. It just clicked, yeah. and I'm like, and now he's like, there's a winter trail that just started here, and a, a buddy at school was telling him about. It. He's like, Dad, they fish every Saturday down on Wheeler. And oh we yeah. Start going down there, and I'm like. Well, it's cold. <laughs> it's deer season. I'm not like you. I'm not throwing the blade bait. Like I'm, not, oh, I'm like, man. hey, it'll be spring again in March. We'll go. We'll go back. Yeah. He's starting. I'm like, well, do you want to go if it's cold? He's like, yeah, Dad, I want. I want to yeah. go. And he's like, it's great say to this see it. Big small. It's all. It's awesome. But at the it's same time, great. you don't want to. I don't want to push him. And it's the same with music for me, right? Like I don't want to. Yeah, man, you play guitar. You know, play. Yeah. You know all these things that I love. So I very much respect that mentality. Yeah have man because they've got to, they've got to find it on their own or they could end up resenting it at some point right like if you they gotta love that hey fishing it's the only thing we do here guys yeah fishing you yeah. know they so, gotta find they gotta find it on their own and and when they find that thing that passion uh it, it's gonna make for a happy life you know no you're gonna be it. engaged in something that you love to do every day you know so Vegas is having fun. He's enjoying it. And I just, I'm ha I'm happy with that at, at this stage. So I don't know what it'll I lead love to, but it. yeah, it's I'll, great. All right, buddy. I got, I've got one more thing. Cause I, I, I know Beck, I feel like she's going to give you the hook. She's like, Hey, we've got stuff to do in here. Uh, not on a Sunday. There's no, hook not on, on Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> there's no hook on Sunday. Well, now, I appreciate Monday you taking Friday, time. There's a hook. Monday. Yes. I, I can imagine. <laughs> um, you, you are such a, and, and you have, you have coined this term that we all use, but this fish head, like you do, you, you don't care if it's perch, pickerel, whatever, like you love catching fish. And I'm the love same. Like, I don't care if it's trout. I saw you did the uncle Larry's thing the other day, yeah. trout fishing, just so many, you don't care, man. It's like your, your show, you're traveling around the world. You're catching all these different, it was awesome. I love that. And 
Uh, I've got to ask you this though, based on your just love of catching fish, what do you yeah. think now? I saw you, you post the new Lawrence active target. You know, I'm a yeah. garment guy, so I've had live scope for a very long time. What do you, what was your takeaway this year from this new technology? Good, bad. What do, what does it mean for the sport? What, what's, what's Mike Iconelli's take on this? That's such a good question. And you get so many different answers depending on who you survey. You know, we had Randy Blockett on yeah, like, live absolutely. a few months ago. And uh, Live Scope and Active Target, that technology is the devil as far as he's concerned. Oh, yeah. And for a lot and, of people, you know. Yeah, but. for a lot of people. And there are other people that think it's the, you know, the best thing since side imaging, since side scanning. So, you know, I I come from the, the, the school of thought that you should embrace technology and yes. you know change is is going to happen in everything in life uh every part of your life is going to you're going to encounter change and you know i've always been one to sort of embrace it you know so i i don't i'm not a hater of the technology it's a tool like everything else right um side yeah. uh, uh active target and garmin's technology they are tools just like how to you have to learn how to fish a spinnerbait. You have to learn how to flip a jig. You have to learn how to drive a boat. You have to learn, you know, they're all skills and, and techniques, right? So, you know, I'm the best example of it. I literally, I was one of the few <laughs> that did not uh, jump ship. You know, I, I didn't have it. And I, I, watched in all as guys were dominating with it and yes. I saw it from afar, but I never even got to play with one. I just never was in a boat that had one or anything like that. So when I saw Lawrence's for the first time, your eyes kind of pop out of your head. And, but even now I've had it now for about three weeks installed on my boat. Even now I haven't, I don't know it yet. Right. It's right. It's, it takes I'm time. In the, yeah, I'm yeah, in that phase time. where I'm trying to make sense of it and see when it would help me and when it would hurt me. Uh, I can tell you yesterday. That's a I, good point. I fished a winter league yesterday, okay? The water temperature wasn't that cold. It was 42 degrees. I saw the winning fish all day, and and I sort of chased them all day because I, yeah. I saw them. When you see them, it doesn't lie. This technology if that's a bass they're, they're the there. bottom, yeah, moving around, there. that's a bass moving yep. around. So, so yesterday it sort of sucked me in and I could see where the technology could hurt you really, really bad. Right. That so, is, that is the most interesting point anybody's made about it because so, I've lived and, with it for three years and it very much can take you down rabbit holes. Oh yeah. Very much. Oh You're looking yeah. At 30 right here on this point. Well, they may not bite. They may be there for a reason. You might need to be flipping trees. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and you go, Oh, well, I've got this technology. I need to embrace this. I need yep. to go. This is what I need to do. Yeah. And it's just, you, yeah, you could compare it to a technique, you know, there's the sure. Alaba even the Alabama rig. guys hate yes. the Alabama rig, but the Alabama rig could, could make you a champ or it could screw you really bad. Just, yes. just like this technology. So, I'm embracing it. I it's actually one of I've got a handful of of uh, resolutions for 21, and one of them is to to learn this technology. I want to be really good at it. You know, when my first derb happens in 21, whatever that is. <gasps> oh, I, I thought we were getting it right there. there. No, no, I want to be ready I'm for it. My headphones. With, I want to be ready for it. You know, uh, with this technology. So uh, I'm embracing it. I'm embracing it. 
Well, I, I I figured you would, but I never you, the answer you gave right there, man, that it could lead you down a rabbit hole. That is that is one that people won't think about because there's so many comments online. That, oh, it's just it's not fair for the fish. It's a miracle drug. It's it's like the Alabama rig, and I I have a lake 20 minutes from my house. It's a it's a Tennessee state owned deal, full of four to six pounders. Okay, this place has as many of that class as anywhere I've ever been. Yeah. And I was in my area, the first one with the original pan optics and then live scope. And listen, for two years, and there are no tournaments on this lake. If my kids and I wanted to go catch some big ones, we just went out there and just caught big ones. Yeah. Now several other people have it. And these fish that used to be completely untouched are not. Yeah. No. And so it's not a miracle, and you're watching them slide up on your swim bait and turn away. Look at your jerk bait and turn away. So it it it's ever evolving, just like you said, the Alabama. Yeah. Think about when deep diving crankbaits first came out. I mean, it was game oh, yeah. over. You got a crankbait in 20 feet of water. First time a DT20 hit something. Well, oh, God, of course yeah. they ate it. Think about how many of those they've seen on Pickwick now. Yeah, they're they're used to it at this point. Yep. So you you got to keep changing, keep evolving, and it's just like that. It's like you said, it's just another tool. So another tool. It's going to be interesting to see where all this goes because my God, if in 2021 this is where we're at, I mean, what's next? Because it that's the scary part for me is where yeah. we're headed with all this. But I I can't wait to see it, man. Yeah, just Tech- like I can't wait to see. Uh, you on the uh, Elite Series MLF MPFL kayak tour this year. <laughs> Say them all, baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, put them all in there. One more quick thing. Kayak tournaments. Yes. Will we will we see you again in kayak bass tournaments this year? Because you did it last year. Yes. Will we see you? At least give us that. At least shut that's, LBL down with that. Yeah, that's an easy one to answer. And Absolutely, 100%. I yes. will fish more professional kayak events. And, yes. You know, the great thing about it is there's s- several leagues, just like in yes. the pro bass fishing ranks, awesome. there's several leagues. So uh, I'm definitely, you'll see me at a Hobie event. You might see me at a KBS event. Um, you know, I, I'd like to cherry pick a few just to get into them. And it's, Luke, it's as competitive there. Oh. You know, I, I, got, I got a lot of comments saying, Oh, what are you, what are you going down to that level for? And you know what? <laughs> that is not the case. No, it, not at you all. Know, like those, those anglers uh, are so good at what they do. They're as good as some of the best fishermen in, in the world, you know? So um, I, I have a lot to learn over there. It's, it's not as easy as a different look. game. Just, it's a different game. It's a different strategy, different, different way to fish and fight fish and, land fit i mean everything's different so i've got a lot to learn over there but you know i I like to set goals and when i set my mind to something i'm going to keep at it until i succeed so i want to win one you know i want to win a professional kayak event so if it's not in 21 i'm going to just keep trying till till i can accomplish that goal i love it i love it well brother as always, I appreciate you giving me the time. You're always uh, very kind to me over the years. You always have been. You and Becky, I tell her I appreciate your time on this I Christmas will. heading right into uh, New Year's time frame right here. So it's uh, I know it's a tricky time. So much appreciated as always, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the time. And uh, thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. I hope everyone has an awesome holiday, the remainder of the holiday, and, and a great uh, year in 21. It's going to get better. Things are going to get back to normal. Stay positive. Have fun. 
keep fishing. Uh, and uh, I hope to be back on again soon, or maybe well, next to you in the chair doing a little commentating. Well, you never know. Lots of wink. Am I, am I, can I wink with both eyes? I don't even know. <laughs> Mike, I can everybody. Well, I just got to say a huge thank you to Mr. Mike Iconelli for joining me this close to uh, New Year's and right after Christmas. Mike's like me. He's got a house full of kids and uh, lots of holiday celebrations going on. So I appreciate him. Hope you guys and gals got a lot out of that. I know I sure did. Very interesting conversation. Uh, as always, with Mr. Iconelli, uh, want to say thank you. Like I do each and every week, but especially as we as we you know stare down the barrel of another year end here, I want to say thank you to each and every one of you low lifers, love me, hate me, whatever, for showing up each and every week to the traveling circus and low budget live. Um, man, this year has been it, it's been crazy, but it's also been a blessing. And getting to know so many of you, having the Low Budget Live live at the Classic was amazing. And just, uh, you know, that was the last event I really got to go to. And I got to meet so many of you that that this show means something to. And uh, you'll never, you know, you'll never understand how much I appreciate that. I could say it a million times each week, but you'll never understand. Because I have such a good time with this. I do put in a lot of work into it as well. may not seem like that all the time, but... I just, I just appreciate you so much and I uh, appreciate guys like Mike Iconelli, like Dave Mercer uh, for, you know, joining me for LD and the MC, all the wonderful guests from this year, all of you that comment and, uh, and, and just keep it going, keep it going. I promise you, if you keep showing up, I'm going to keep running my mouth into a microphone. I'm going to keep making fishing videos. I'm going to keep on, you know, just uh, doing whatever it is I collectively do in the world of bass fishing, and I enjoy every second of it. So uh, thank you. I hope each and every one of you have a happy, happy New Year's. I hope that uh, I hope all of you, whatever in the hell you did last year on the 31st going into 2020, don't do that again. Okay, <laughs> let's change our plans. Let's do a rain dance. Let's do something different. Okay, let's do something different. But uh, I'm going to take you out with a little bit of Biloxi Blues, like I always do. Got some new music coming in 2021. I'm super excited about. Uh, just lots of good things coming. Lots of good things. NPFL, we are so close to just being really busy again. Really, really busy. But uh, thank you all so much. I'm going to see you in 20. 21, which feels very weird to say, but I'm, I am uh, glad to get to say it. Make sure you hug your mama. Make sure you hug your daddy. Here's some Biloxi Blues, and I will see y'all next time. Spanish moss, a Civil War ghost. Well, I'm going to leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter, east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows, I'm leaving those burdens at rest. This highway, it does not know my name, and I don't care, no, I don't care. Heading my way for another place, and I got three good tires and a spare. 
Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. are where you think they are. Any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! oh. Look at Ooh. that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.